0: Hello, folks, and welcome to this episode of Bellwether Hub. Thank you so much for joining. Uh, Last time I chatted about the love of learning and rekindling your love of learning, and I I shared my theory that kids are so happy because they have this love of learning. They have this sense of awe and wonder, and they're learning all kinds of stuff. And the reason adults, parents in particular, are so miserable is because we stop learning and we have to have all the answers. And it's a theory, there's no way really, I think, to prove it, but um, I've noticed it and it's something that I've thought about. And so I talked about how my life got better uh, when I started to learn again. And learning could take many different forms, it could be reading a book, it could be learning a new skill, it could be learning a new language, it could be learning about your motivations, your values, and that's really the fun stuff, is learning about you. And A lot of people loved it. Um, I'm sure there are people out there who hated it, but that's not my concern. Um, But I did get some feedback that people wanted some more tangible examples on how to do this, how to learn in the moment, and what are the questions we should be asking ourselves. And so I I decided to give a few tangible examples this time. Uh, And this is, you know, I'll use running. I used running as an example in the last time. Everybody – um I, I don't know anybody who hasn't tried to go running and then they all hate it and then they stop running and and it's true for anything is people try it they don't like it they stop it and then they just you know don't care anymore but they never made the change that they really wanted to to make uh so I'll use running as an example today but it's true for anything and I'll use it as a metaphor but you know whatever it is that you want to work on whether it's how you interact with your boss um how you want to prepare for your day. I want to start a new um, habit of this. Um, I want to learn a new language. I want to learn a musical instrument. I want to, you know, whatever. Um, We talked last time about how you have to learn how to love it in order to do it. And so for running, Yes, you have to learn how to do it. You have to learn the act of running. It's not just running. You have to learn there's proper form and there's there's you know proper pace and all that stuff. But that's part of the journey of learning how to love it. And that's if you want to start running and you want to create a running regimen or a workout regimen, swimming or, or biking or whatever it is, uh, you have to learn how to love it. Otherwise, you're just not going to do it. Why are you doing something that's miserable? It's pointless. And so it's, it's a perspective shift that helps you move forward on whatever it is that you want to do. So uh, I'm going to talk about running as the metaphor, but I'll, I'll bring in some other examples as well, um, specifically in terms of what I learned and in terms of loving how to run. Um, once I learned how to run, um, I learned how to love it. Now, I, I, I mean, I hated it. I couldn't go a quarter of a mile without just dying like three blocks and I was dead. Um, now I'll just go for five, 10, 15 mile runs at a clip, um, just to kind of clear my mind and I love it. And it's, it's great. Um, and it's the same with reading and, and other things. It's all of this stuff is all about learning and what you need and what you want and, and all of that stuff. So we're going to talk about that today. Um, three aspects that I'm going to cover, uh, in terms of this, in terms of giving specific examples, one is preparation, um, Whatever you want to work on in terms of an area of development is, is proper preparation and identifying what it is that you really want to work on. Uh, second is uh, tracking, getting your data, and then third is reviewing your data and, and, and learning. Um, so step one is, is picking what it is that you want to do and asking yourself these questions, why? Why do I want to run? If you ever wanted to go for, you know, it's New Year's Eve and you're like, oh, I'm going to get fit this year. I'm going to get healthy and I'm, I'm going to go for a run. The question is why? Why do you want to get fit? And make sure that, you know, running may not be the right answer. So if you want to get fit, is it because you have self-image problems? You don't want to look at yourself in the mirror? That's a different problem. Uh, is it because you have health issues and you want to lower your weight? Okay, different problem. The reasons you want – if, if running, if your thing for losing weight is running, don't waste your time. Running doesn't make you lose weight. What happens in the kitchen makes you lose weight, right, eating the right food. Now, running may help you make better eating decisions so you can run better, and they go hand-in-hand hand a little bit. But making sure you understand why it is that you want to start running. Uh, I want to run because I just need to do something for, you know, whatever. Fine. Okay, good. Find out what, what is your motivation – for doing what it is that you want to do, I want to have a 10 minute uh, preparation of my day so that I can get more organized at work. Okay. Why? How come? Is it because you're uh, disorganized and, and things are falling off your plate? Is it because you want to prepare yourself for a promotion? Is it because you want your boss to see you in a different way? What are these motivations to do that? These are the fundamental first questions in order to, to do that. Once you have why, uh, and there's always, you know, of course, the Simon Sinek book. Start with why. Uh, once you have the why, then you can start to say, okay, what are the the steps and changes that I'm going to make? And and learning how to love it, and that's really the point of this this episode is learning how to love it. Is you have to track it and you have to use data. And I know that just sounds really techie and young and annoying, and it's I can't think of a better way to say it. But you just need information. Um, And I'm going to say one comment about data. Data, just data doesn't give you anything, okay? You have to know how to use data. So businesses use data all the time to make decisions. Why aren't you? But here's the thing. Data goes through iterations. So you, you collect data, and that gives you information. And you have to use that information to gain knowledge. And then when you gain that knowledge, you have to use it to gain wisdom. And there's an old joke, You know, the difference between knowledge and wisdom is knowledge is a tomato is a fruit. Wisdom is knowing not to put it into a fruit salad. And how are you doing that when you're learning how to run and how to love running? How are you using this information to do that? Because that wisdom for you, whatever change it is that you're looking to make, that is the wisdom part is what's really important from from learning how to love it. And so what do I mean by tracking everything and getting data? If you want to start running, and this, again, is just my example. Um, if you want to start a new habit in the morning, if you want to learn how to network properly, you have to learn what it is that's going well and what's not and track it over time. And so what I do for that, for for running as my example, is I have an Excel spreadsheet every day. Write down column one is every day of the year. Um, January 1st, January 2nd, January 3rd. The next column is... Did I run or what did I do? The next column is how far and then the next column is how long. And so January 1st, I ran five miles um, and it took me 40 minutes. Okay, great. And then I have a a final column that says my notes, You know, and it was really hard or it was really easy or it was raining and I went and I'm really happy I did it. Um, And you do this over time and you track it. And then you could start to identify trends. And this is where the information and the knowledge and the wisdom comes in. So now you've got all this data of every day I went running or, you know what, I find that I'm only running on Tuesdays. How come? Or um, I never run on a Tuesday. How come? Um, every Tuesday I go really, really slow. How come? What's going on? Um, I wanted to run five days a week. I'm only running two. Why am I only running on Mondays and Thursdays? Um you know, is it because I'm the train? Is it because of a work meeting? You know, and, and you start to ask these questions, say, why isn't this working? Why isn't my habit beginning? Uh, did I do, going to another example of I want to get more organized at work, did I do 10 minutes of preparation for the day? If The answer is no every day. Then maybe that's not the right thing you should be doing. If It's so much that you're just not going to do it. And you think back over your day and could I have done it? Yeah, I could have done it, but I just didn't. Ask yourself, how come? Why aren't you doing it? And that goes into your notes column. So in my notes column, when I go, even if I didn't run, didn't run today, didn't feel like it um, overslept, whatever, that's part of your data. So it's not just the good things, it's also the bad things. And what are you learning? When you're collecting your data, and the important part of the notes is you want subjective data and objective data. Objective data, every day that I run, it tells me how far and how long. Okay, great. That is my objective. It's just a fact. That's what I did. I ran this far and I went for how long? Or if you're doing your preparation for the day, did I do my preparation? Yes or no? That's objective. Did you or did you not? Then the subjective is, how did you feel? Both of these have value. Because, you know, if I write in my notes, um, got to the Bronx River Parkway, was completely spent, um, and I had to stop running. Okay. Okay. Um, and that only happens on Thursdays, and for some reason, that's the path I always take. I could find a trend, and you know what? Maybe at this time, maybe every time at 30 minutes, uh, while running, I get tired. Okay, how do I change that? Am I pushing myself too hard? Am I doing this? Am I doing that? All of this data and information is important as you're making change. I wanna write a book. Okay, you wanna write a book. Did you write today, yes or no? No, why? No, why? Yes, I did write today. How did it go? How much did you write? Start tracking that and figuring out what it is that you want to do in terms of getting this book done. Because if you don't start writing your book, you're never going to write a book. So for all of these things, track your data over time. Whatever, you know, we have all of these ideas of things that we want to do, and then we do nothing about them. And if your new idea, if you aren't doing it every day or five times a week or whatever it is that you think is appropriate for you, uh, then you have to ask yourself, am I focused on the right thing? And then am I just not going to do it? I always wanted to learn to, to speak French, and so I was like, oh, I'll use Duolingo. I'll use the app. I'll do it 15 minutes every day, and it, I've tried this like five, seven times, and I just stopped doing it, and now I've just gotten my head around the fact that I will never speak French, and I'm okay with that, and that's nice. Now, I actually do Duolingo more because I just do it for fun, and it's like, okay, fine, whatever. I'll do five minutes of Duolingo, whatever, but knowing that you know, I'm not doing all of these things. I don't have to do all these things. I'm never going to learn French. Fine. Okay, now I can focus on something that's more important, so... When we have data, in order to get the right data, you've decided what it is that you wanna do, Um, you've set up your little data capture thing, now you need to create a baseline. And your baseline of information is go for a run, as an example, right? Or whatever it is that you you write a page if you wanna write a book, or um, do your 10 minutes of prep, okay? Go to your networking event and talk about how well you did, okay, that's it. So collect the data. So if you go for your run, say, I wanted to go to the supermarket and back, it's a mile, and you only made it half the distance, put that in your thing, okay? I did a short, a short run, and then I had to walk, and I did it and the next day. I did a short run, and then I had to walk. I was able to run a little bit further this day, and now you've got your baseline, and you're starting to see what's changing over time. Okay. And this is where learning in the moment comes from because this is where your your information, your knowledge and your wisdom comes from. I always uh crap out on my run at this location or um I can never make it before this place before I have to stop. Then you just start saying, "Okay, how come? You know, why am I having difficulty on my runs?" And a few things could be going wrong, and this is just advice for people who want to learn how to run. If you can't uh say a full sentence while you are running, you are overexerting yourself. You're running too hard. You need to slow your pace. Okay, that's something you can learn while you're running and say, okay, I'm going to you know, try that. Maybe I'll slow down this time, and I'll, I'll see if I can go a little bit further. Um, if your legs hurt or your knees hurt uh, or your legs are getting very tired very quickly, look at your form. You don't run heel to toe. You're supposed to run toe to heel or flat. right? Running is a rhythm. You have to find your own little rhythm and start questioning yourself as you're running and say, okay, this isn't working. I'm going too hard. What can I change? How can I bounce? What can I do different? If you're looking over time and you find you're not going running, then you need to ask yourself why. Is it boredom? Is it, you know, this is going to be painful, I don't want to do it? Uh, I don't know anybody who ever goes for a run at the end of it and regrets that they did that they did it, right? Everyone feels accomplished, it's healthy, it's great, it's great. So if you're bored, is it because you're running on a treadmill? It's because treadmills suck. Treadmill, the floor is running for you, you're not doing anything, Right? If uh, if it's miserable for you because you're afraid that other people are looking at you, then maybe you go a different path. Maybe you find a different route. Uh, and then, I mean, the other question is, why are you letting them affect you? And that's just kind of psychiatry, and I'm not, psych- psychology, psychiatry, whichever one, and I'm not gonna get into that. Um, but if boredom is an issue, learn how to make it exciting. Right? change up your goals. If your distance was a mile every single day and you're like, oh, same mile, same mile, then maybe you just see if you can go for 25 minutes and go in a different, different route. Um, you're tracking your time and your distance, so you're still doing it both. But one day, and this is how I do it, is one day I might run five miles. Another day I might run for 45 minutes. Another day I might run for an hour and a half. Another day I might run for seven miles. And if I'm going the distance, I mean, we all have phones. We all have apps that could track how far we run. So the, the hard work is just running and just let the app do the work for you. And then you could see progress. Maybe a timed run is better for you. Maybe just running for 30 minutes is better than running for two miles. Maybe running for having an end distance is important for you. And that helps you to run further. Whatever works for you. Just try different paths to not get bored. Try out new roads, find new people, see different people on the path all of these. And then sometimes when you run at the same time, you find the same people every day running. And then it becomes comforting. You're like, oh, yeah, I wave at the same people. When I go running on the Bronx River Parkway, I see the same people all the time. And I wave and we see each other. And we know each other. I don't know any of their names, but I know the people I run with and they know me. And that's fine. And then when you're going for a little bit further, uh, you could start to work on your mind games. Okay. When it starts to get difficult, your your inner dialogue is what what is important. Um, and this is for more, you know, once you get more evolved uh, in your running or your your athletic endeavors, um, you know, find your distraction if it starts to get painful. For some people running with their headphones, they might just sing their song that they're listening to. Um, I know when I'm doing a, a long run, I try to name all 50 states. And then once I do that, um, I try to name them alphabetically. And I still haven't done that yet. Uh because I always forget one, but that, that'll occupy my mind for 30, 45 minutes as I'm trying to do it. Oh, I forgot this one, and I'll go that. Uh, well, I was doing a half Ironman, and I was passing this lady on a bike. She was naming out her cake recipe. She didn't know I was coming up on her, but as I passed her, all I heard was, at the end of this, I'm going to have an effing cake. And I started laughing, and she just looked at me and went back to her recipe. And that was it. That was her way to to do it. and She was, she was doing that. So finding... Asking yourself all of these questions. Why am I bored? Why am I not doing what it is that I'm doing? If you're not doing your 10 minutes of prep in the morning, if, you, if organization or time management is a big thing for you, ask yourself, how come? If you're not learning French and studying French every day, is it because you don't really wanna learn French? That's okay. Give it up and find something else. Find something that you really, really want to do. That's the important part. If you're trying to run and you want to pick why you're running, ask yourself, why are you running? Is it to lose weight? Okay, start looking in the kitchen, not for running. Is it because of health issues? Is it because of self image? Is it because of all this stuff? Ask yourself these deeper questions. Most people, when they start their New Year's resolutions and say, I'm just going to get in shape and I'm just going to start running, that's so basic and wrong. And that's why it doesn't work. Why do you want to get in shape? Ask yourself that question. Why do you want to get in shape? Is it because you want other people to look at you differently? Is it because um, you want to be able to run around with your kids? Is it because um, you have this really nice outfit that you want to wear and it just doesn't fit right? Fine, whatever. I mean, pick whatever reason it is that you want to do. But figure out why it is that you are actually trying to do whatever it is that you want to do, whether it's running, whether it's I want to learn how to sew. Why? Is it because whatever? I'm not even going to, you know, sewing is a thing. I got to learn how to sew a button. That's why it's on my mind. Um, So all of these things, ask yourself why and start tracking. Am I actually doing it? Yes or no? Some people like to give themselves scores. Did I do my best? Every day, did I do my best? There was a good story on Reddit. Give yourself a score every day and every day make sure that score is not zero. Give yourself a 10, give yourself a one. If it's, you know, you wanna get in shape and you're about to go to bed and you're like, I have a zero, I didn't do anything. Do five pushups, 10 pushups, all right, it's a one. It's not my great, it's not my greatest, but at least I did something, okay? All of these things, figure out why, track your data and find your habits. Okay, Your habits will dictate what it is that you want to change, and that's important. So hopefully these examples were helpful for you, um, and, and please use this as a metaphor for anything. Tracking it, if, if it's really important to you, track it every single day. And next week, what I'm going to cover is, is creating this individual development plan, figuring out what it is, why. Why is it that you want to do what it is that you want to do? Uh, we all want new things. We hate our jobs. Okay, how come? Okay, and I should be doing this. Well, why aren't you? And then what are the steps that you could take right now? We always hear the adage, you know, just start. That's all you have to do is just start. You don't have to quit your job to start a new business. Start taking a look at researching what it would take. I was just speaking with a lady who wants to um, set up a retreat center, but she's got a full-time job. And I said, well, how much is it going to cost? She said, I don't have enough money. I said, how much is it going to cost? She said, I don't know. I said, well, I mean, I'd spend a morning just doing some research. Right, that's it. Write it down. Once you write things down, then you can take a look at everything in one place, and it starts to tell a story. And that's the story of learning for you. And then you are able to make better decisions. And that's what's important. So, uh, I hope this was helpful. Uh, please jump on bellwetherhub.com. Uh, I've got a few events. I've got some physical events coming up. We've got a half marathon. We've got a half Ironman. We've got a full Ironman. Come join, uh, join the team. If you want to get started, I'm going to start running. Um, just doing basic runs in like Central Park in Manhattan. Uh, I think like every first Sunday or something, keep an eye out on the website. I'll I'll decide that soon. And uh, send me a note. If you want more examples, if I can help in any way, please feel free to reach out and I will be happy to see you out there. I look forward to it. Thanks for listening. Thank you so much for listening. Now do something for yourself. Bellwether is much more than just a podcast. Join us at bellweatherhub.com, where you can read riveting articles, view upcoming events, and connect with other interesting people. I look forward to seeing you out there soon.